We want greater and greater output. We want to go more and more and more. And that's translated into how we run our, our businesses. And it makes sense. It's easy to measure. And I get that. But I think we've got it wrong. Before we get into today's episode, welcome by the way, I wanted to let you know that after many weeks of talking about it on this podcast, in my Facebook group, on Instagram, and teasing you about it a bit, sorry about that, you can now apply for a brand new live private training that myself and my team are offering uh, for our new program, Plenty More. In it, I will be talking you through our three-part framework the Plenty More Framework. And the workshop itself is called How to Make Plenty of Money with You and Your Big Ambitions at the Center of Your Business Strategy. This one is for you if you want to make plenty of money, you know you have big ambitions, and yet you find yourself trying to contort who you are, how you are, the way that you do things into spaces that simply don't fit you, all in the name of achieving those first two things, the money and the ambition. I really believe that we need to look at the whole thing and that's when those ambitions, that money will actually start to flow. And so the Plenty More framework is really about setting out how we go about that. How do we put ourselves at the center of our own businesses at the center of our own business strategies and don't just follow what we're being told is the way to make however much money. So come find out more with us. If what I'm saying here in this episode, in previous podcasts that you've listened to appeals to you, then pop us an application. We'll take a look and we'll be honest about whether or not we think you'll be a good fit. After all, we want you to get value for your money and there is no one size fits all in our world. So um, pop to the link in um, the show notes and you should have a link to apply. Once you've applied, the, the process is that we will be running the live private training for those that um, whose applications are accepted. You can come along, watch that. We'll be talking through the framework, like I said, and we'll also be talking through the program. And then you'll be able to, you'll be given time to make a decision as to whether or not this program is a good fit for you. Come along if you're absolutely wanting to do it. You already know that. Come along if you're curious, if you're nosy. You're all absolutely welcome. So please um, do hit us up. And if you've got any questions, please slide into my Instagram DMs and I'll be happy to help you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Money Makers podcast. I'm trying something a bit different. So I've just had an idea for a podcast. And rather than what I would normally do is I'd sit down and I'd write out a kind of script that I sort of stick to and sort of don't. It allows me to like, you know, go off on tangents and all of that stuff. And instead of doing that, I'm sitting down to just talk through the idea. And maybe you'll hear this, maybe you won't. It's really sunny today, so I'm recording this while there's a heat wave in the UK. Um, downstairs, my husband is playing music, so you might hear some music. My kids are home. You might hear some chat from that. There's birds, because it's hot. <laughs> my window's wide open. So let's just see where we get to, what thoughts come up. If this ends up being a rambling mess, well, I don't even need to tell you, because you'll never hear it. But if it ends up making some sense, then... We're good to go. So here's what I want to talk about. As you all know, where I'm currently at, I'm really um, digging deep into a lot of my own work, a lot of um, my own, you know, what we call in the coaching business, my intellectual property. So the ideas that I've had that I've 
developed through working with a number of you who will be listening, through talking to a lot of you and through my own experiences and the things that I've noticed about what it means, what it takes for people like you and me to make money, people that have traditionally been left out of money making. So much of that comes down to the ways in which we have been shown examples We've watched people do this. It's been on TV. It's been all shown to us in very narrow ways. And we absorb that, right? We know this. We know the ways in which our subconscious absorbs these patterns that it sees out and about in the world and it it internalizes them and makes them the norm, the way that it's all meant to be. And I think because of that, because we look out, Um, on the world and there is this very white middle-class heteronormative ableist view of what money making looks like what business looks like and I should say as well chuck in a hefty hefty wedge of capitalism into this week's episode because I think we've got it all topsy-turvy I think we've got the whole (laughs) I think we've got the whole thing really muddled up we put results so heavily first you only need to look at the way that things are advertised in the online um, business mentoring coaching world and it will it says doesn't it it's like scale to six figures 10 10 grand months 10k months seven figures eight figures it's all results driven get this many followers get this this many sales be fully booked and there's nothing wrong with some of those phrases there isn't and you know there is an element there of sales psychology. One of the things that we're told, um, and I I think it's solid advice, I think it's how humans work. And if anyone wants to message me and say, no way, actually, I'm really up for hearing it. But um, the way that we work is that we don't wanna know about the answer, because if we knew the answer, we wouldn't need to seek out that service, that coach, that mentor. So what is said is sell the problem. Sell the problem, not the answer. And so because we live in a capitalist society, and I don't know loads about the kind of um, development of capitalism, but I do know a lot of capitalism and what we now would call hustle culture. A lot of it is based around in the industrial revolution and the factories that came out and the way that we now expect treat human beings like factories. And so how do you measure the output of a machine with the numbers of things that it provides us with, right? Like if, if, um, you know, we upgrade a factory, you know, the machine in a factory. In my head, I'm just thinking about Bertha. So does anyone remember Bertha? If you're an 80s kid, you remember Bertha. Um, That's literally what I think of when I think about a factory. But, you know, we want greater and greater output. We want to go more and more and more. And that's translated um, through a number of ways into how we run our, our businesses online and otherwise. And it makes sense. It's easy to measure. And as humans, we are simple with that sort of thing. That feels nice to us. I can measure this growth. I can see what's happening. I can measure my success. I know it's successful because um, everything around me says six figures is successful. 10K a month is successful. And I get that. I do. But I think we've got it wrong. And the reason I was talking about the problems versus the solutions is that when we're selling, we're often talking about the thing we think people want to hear or we know people want to hear. But the problem is it keeps that stuff in the kind of internet or beyond that 
a lexicon, if that's the right word. It keeps it in us, it keeps it trickling into our subconscious brains. We know everyone's obsessed with six figures, seven figures, 10K months. And so we speak to that, even if that's not quite what we're talking about. I personally, particularly with that example, I would suggest not doing that because you can't promise it. Um, you can talk about upping money. You can talk about, you know, things multiplying. I think putting a figure on it is not super cool, personally. Super cool. I don't know who I think I am, but, you know, I don't think it's super cool. So um, I think what we've ended up doing is we now just put the results ahead of every single other thing. And we think that the answer to getting that result, so the result is what matters. It's getting to that certain, whatever number you've picked, whatever number has resonated with you. And let's be clear, there's nuance in all of this as well. And but I, I love a fun money goal. Don't get me wrong. But when it's all about the result above all things, when we feel like if we're not making more money every single month, when that is our pursuit, we will try and fit ourselves into what we believe is the shape we need to be, the way we need to present, the business we need to have, the attributes we need to have. We will try and squeeze and mold ourselves into that shape to get to that, to, to achieve that thing. So much so that we are abandoning ourselves. We're abandoning who we are. We are hating on how we are, the way we work, what our brain does, how our emotions feel, all these different things in the name of getting to a result that somebody else has chosen for us. If you can tell me, and sometimes, and this is why I mean there's nuance here, so I hear chat and I'm gonna, I've, I've put off saying this for quite a while, but it feels appropriate. So let's do it. <laughs> I hear people talking about six figures all the time. You know, having 100K a year basically is like 100K plus a year is like the way to be. I can tell you as someone who's been in that space that earning 100k is very exciting you know I'm not suggesting it's not a good thing at all it's quite a sticky place to be in in a business because unlike when you're at like 50 60 70k where the work is manageable on your own generally generally not exclusively this is not by no means a blanket thing generally when you get to about 100k you need help you need a VA at minimum you might need um and that's a virtual assistant you might need an OBM an online business manager and so you start to pay more and 100K is so a lot of you will know. And if not, let me tell you, um, I follow the profit first way of doing um, my money. And that means you split up your money into percentages, basically. And what the guy that wrote that, I can't remember exactly what he says in the book, but I know that a lot of people, I think he might say 50% of money should be paid to you as the CEO or, you know, small business owner. Um, but it's generally it's 30 to 50%. So a lot of small businesses, they pay themselves, you follow that method, pay themselves 30%. If you're earning 100K into your business and you're following his model, and it's a great model, I really, like I'm absolutely evangelical about it. But if you're earning 100K, that means following his model, you're bringing in 30 grand 
to pay yourself, which is bang on the UK average wage is 31K. So everyone's talking about let's hit six figures. And, and that is really exciting. But out of that, even if you're taking home all the money, or not all the money, 30% of the money, it's 30 grand. It's not a massive wage. It's not like you're, I think people get confused and think they're taking home the whole lot. And so many of you will be over that. Some of you will be like, oh God, Ray just said 100K is like not enough. And you'll be overwhelmed. But there'll be lots of you that are in that space and you get it. It is hard. You might even be earning smaller amounts, but you have found that you can't get up to 100K without help. I didn't. And this is it. So someone else has decided for you that that's the amount of money you should earn, that that's the right amount for you. You've seen it on the internet, but maybe you've not done the sums. We need to get clear on why we're making the sort of money we're making. And we need to look at where we are making our pursuit of that amount of money matter more than the sort of business we need to be running for ourselves and this might sound like I'm suggesting you earn less I'm really not what I'm suggesting is when you make instead of your focus being the number you're going to get to the results that you're going to get when you make the focus what business you need to support who you are you will make more money how much more money would you be making if you weren't having to um, have periods of burnout after you've launched something or after you've had a particularly stressful, busy time of fulfilling orders, a successful time in your business. But because you are every single element of that business, because you are contorting yourself into shapes that you believe, and again, this is, I know I said this every episode, this is not your fault. It makes perfect sense. You've been conditioned to do this. But it is your responsibility to look at it. And it is a real, it's not easy to zoom out in that way. It's not easy. So for many of us, we abandon parts of ourselves in order to pursue um, that thing, that goal. And let's use seven figures. Let's use seven figures rather than six. Because I think many of us, when you get to that 100K amount that I was talking about, and maybe multiple six figures, you notice, you're like, yeah, this is not the abundance I, I was led to believe it would be. And so then we start going, well, seven figures then, what's next? I want that ease, I want that. And so we maybe we buy a program, you know, me and Joe, um, Casey were talking about this in the last episode, where we talked about, get, we got honest about the coaching industry. And if you haven't listened to that, really encourage you to go and have a listen to it. So we buy a program that tells us it's gonna get us to seven figures except we can never actually make it happen. And we might look quite like successful on the outside. It might be that, you know, it's not that this business of ours is not doing well. Maybe it really is. But if we're honest, our ambitions are well beyond the space we're in. And so we want that bit more, but we're being led to believe by so many different factors. And let's let's not get this like twisted. It is not just the coaching industry doing this. The coaching industry is one facet of, of something that, you know, it, it does not exist in a vacuum. It exists in the culture we live in. Like it, it goes back and back and back. There's layers of it. But we're contorting ourselves into this thing that we believe we've got to be. And then it doesn't even work. And we think, my God, I've got so much bigger ambitions than where I am. 
And those ambitions might not be about numbers. They might be about a lifestyle. Maybe you only want to work mornings. Maybe you want to do a four day, a three day week. Maybe you just want to concentrate. Maybe you want to write books and earn money on like as alongside that. What if the trick is in owning and allowing everything that we are stuffing down? Now I've talked about this a fair bit, but let's bring this example up. This has been a real key one for me. And in fact, there's been two and I have talked about these on the podcast, but they're good examples. So I'll use them again. Number one, consistency. Trying to contort myself into the sort of person who is just leveling their feelings, leveling their output, leveling their energy. Maybe, you know, and I'm, I'm increasingly, I don't think those people exist. I think people can present that way. They often have teams behind them. But accepting that that is not me. And not only is it not me, but I, I think I said this very sentence on this podcast, or maybe it was on someone else's when I was a guest. I need inconsistency because I'm a human being who needs rest. And I've spent a long time trying to fight <laughs> being a human. And it's not, it's weirdly, it's not happening. And then the other one is owning the parts of me that need community and collaboration that work god i would say like a hundred times better when they're bouncing ideas off people and owning the fact that does not make me less good at what i do because it feels like sometimes if we are going to do this we have to do it alone you know what else it means owning it means owning that i want to earn more need to earn more so I can pay those people well, so they can be in my team. One doesn't come without the other. I can't own fully that part of myself unless I also own fully the part of myself that desires a business that makes more money. But all that money is, is the fuel that allows me to create a business that allows me to belong to myself. It allows me to fully, consciously, courageously, radically accept that I need help. That money is the, is the fuel for that. Without the money, without creating a business that supports that, I, can't, I literally can't do it. It's not a matter of like, oh, you know, I just really want to earn X, Y, Z. And there is an element of that I do like and I'm not against the, the fun side of that, like, you know, maybe I want to earn seven figures. Let's see if I can. You know, like, maybe I want to jump off that high diving board. Let me see if I can. I do like the kind of making things looser and um, lighter in that way. But also when I think about it properly, that's what I need. I need to be supported in that way. And there's nothing wrong with that, even though there are a lot of um, parts of me, <laughs> voices in my head, parts of me that are like, I really think you should be able to do this by yourself. But it's so ironic because I am better at my job when I do it in this collaborative way. I really am. Like it sparks stuff. And yet I want, there's parts of me that want to choose to be worse at my job 
to choose to not have that magic because I've been conditioned to believe I should do it by myself. So the money is just something that in order to create a business that allows me to belong to myself and that allows you to belong to yourself, we often need to make more money. And in order to make more money, we have to stop making money such a big bloody deal. You know, when you start out your business and you're like, I need a laptop, you don't shame yourself for needing a laptop. You don't shame yourself for the amount of money you're going to need to earn in order to have that laptop. That laptop is just necessary to make the business happen. And there's an element of that. It's just like, well, how do I build that business? Matter of factly, what do I do? Rather than getting all stuck in our heads, like, I'm not going to be able to do it, it's not possible, all of that stuff. How do I do it? What are the steps? And if you're in that place, if you're listening to this going, oh, I've totally built a business that forces me to abandon huge parts of myself, then sign up and come along to our private training about plenty more. I want you to know that this, we are going to be talking through our framework of how to do this very thing, how to create a business that supports you, basically how to create a business that loves you back. That's really what we're doing <laughs> rather than this when we go, um, we start our own businesses like, yeah, this is going to be better. This is going to be easier than my corporate life. And then we're just like, oh my God. And we do, we do it because we love it. And also it's a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster of intense highs and really desperate lows. And I know because I speak to people all the time that that is not something that only happens to people who are starting out. It can become less desperate, but not always. Building a business is incredibly vulnerable. It can feel very unsafe. And this is this framework is how we're going to talk you through how you create that safety, those touchstones is what we've been calling it, that you can call on at all times. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes, or you can pop to my Instagram bio to uh, apply for our live private training. So just to be really clear, it's just for people who are interested in working on that program. There'll be a ton of value in it as well. So if you're curious at all, I would say just sign up. There's never any pressure um, to actually buy the thing if it doesn't feel like it's the right time for you or doesn't suit you. But I think it's going to suit a whole lot of you. I'm really excited about it. So um, please do um, apply. If you're not a good fit, it won't be because of anything that's wrong with you. It will literally just be because um, we don't feel like you're going to get the most value out of the program. And I think that's a lovely way to do business. So thanks everybody for listening. I really hope this has come across. <laughs> it's what, like I said, super on plan. So let's see how that went. And I will um, see you all next time. Before you go, I just wanted to remind you that there is a link in our show notes where you can apply to our live private training, where I will talk you through how to make plenty of money with you and your big ambitions at the center of your business strategy. I'm so excited to share all of this brand new content with you. Um, it's been all I've been working on for a long time. So I am so excited to get it into that next phase. And if you want to be there, all you have to do is click that link and answer a few questions. See you soon. Thank you.